Yo, 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 we back. You know where we at, man. The Kane is Able podcast where we talk about everything everybody else scared to talk about. And today I have a, a returning guest that hasn't been here in about, seems like 41 episodes. I only got 48. <laughs> yo, how you been, man? I've been all right, man. Out on this road, man. Hey, man, road runner life. Yeah, <laughs> don't have a choice. Yeah, hey. Sometimes. <laughs> don't be the worst time. Yeah, don't be the worst times, but sometimes they very they very necessary. Yeah, my apologies on that, people. Uh, a road runner life. Yeah, I hear it. That's somebody need to ride now. <laughs> What's been going on with you though, man? Ah, uh, not much, man. Podcasting and coaching, man. That's it. That's it. Podcasting and coaching. It seems like a very simple life. Uh it seem it should be right. I seem like yeah, it should be, but it's not. It's not. Um, just all the things you got to deal with when you're dealing with people. Mm-hmm. It's just different types of people. So you're dealing with people in podcasting; those are a different set of type of people. <laughs> yeah, and then you're dealing with parents, Parent, which about to are say. a totally different set of people, and then kids who are another different entity of. So you got to switch it up every so often. And speaking of you know the parents and the kids when it comes to coaching, um, being that you are a coach, what does the word scholar athlete actually mean to you and how you try to uh, incorporate it in your day-to-day coaching? Well, to me, I think with with the way it is today, all right, okay. so it's, it's extremely difficult to get recruited mm-hmm. today in any sport because— I thought it'd be easier with huddle and all that stuff going on. N- that makes it worse because mm-hmm. now the kids have access to their huddle. So if the kids have access to their huddle, guess mm-hmm. who else has access? The parents. The parents. Yeah. So guess what the parents going to do? They're going to— Oh, we're gonna record this, and we are gonna send it to Coach K at Duke, <laughs> uh, sir. <laughs> you can't make a left hand layup, <laughs> you know. And parents don't know usually what to put on, what, what film, what they want to see, what highlights, yeah, or what school to contact. Mm. Um, what because recruiting works as so this year if they have five scholarships, but. They have whatever positions leaving. That's the only position that's gonna open up that they're, they're recruiting. Mm. Unless it's just like Bronny James yeah. or you know somebody that's just going to change your program. Regardless, you're mm. going to recruit them regardless of what position they play. Right. But other people have to fit mm-hmm. what what's missing or what you do or what you don't. And you got to have those uh what what you used to call them the GPA guys. Oh yeah, and then you got to have people that just going because those kids are going to come in and they're not going to cost you anything mm-hmm. because they're not going to. So now you get extra, you get an extra spot, you get an extra guy on your team mm-hmm. who doesn't cost you any money because they get academic money. Right. Because I had a kid last year, straight A student, mm-hmm. was great, good, very good point guard. Right. But he's a Division two kid, and he um he ended up getting after he blew his knee out, he thought mm-hmm. it was done. Right. And Francis Marion ended up offering him. Okay. But they offered him a spot on the team because he had a high GPA. He had a high GPA. Mm-hmm. And the school is an in state school. Yeah. Fully funded. So mm-hmm. he was getting, I mean, full scholarship, everything mm-hmm. with an opportunity. And now it's looking like he's going to be a starter. Wow. Which means next year he'll end up with the athletic money on top of the, the academic, academic money. money. So if you have high academics in this day and age, it's an, Plus for you to get recruited Right Because you don't count Against their scholarships Gotcha Against the amount of scholarships That the school actually have And then like Division one Has a to- uh, Amounts of scholarships mm. And then division two They just have a budget For scholarships Right Right 
And, so, and if it's out of state division two, you can't even get a full ride, can you? No, I mean you could still get a full ride, but the tuition for out of state is higher. Right. So if let's say at division two they say, hey, you got fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. for your for for scholarships. Right. However, you spend this fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars on scholarships, yeah. you can give twenty thousand dollars to one student, mm-hmm. but you only got for one player, but yeah. you only got thirty for the other fourteen players on the roster. Ah. So the coach has to kind of figure out well how am I going to maneuver this money right so if I got an academic kid who isn't going to cost me anything mm. who can play mm-hmm. well, I'm going to go ahead and get him because I might only have to throw him 2000 right. or 5000 dollars rather than this out of state tuition which is going to be however many <laughs> yeah. amounts of dollars you know so usually division 2s try to stay in state gotcha unless they get somebody that's worth it like yeah. maybe a division one kid that's transferring down that fell down, you know, mm-hmm. that fell just because COVID between COVID and the transfer rule. Yeah. It's made it so that high school kids aren't recruited like that. Yeah. Cause you, you, you could get a guy that you wanted come out of high school, but didn't want to go to your school, but now he's in the transfer portal. Yeah. So that came back around. Exactly. So coaches are recruiting the transfer portal first. Mm. The so, game has changed. Yeah. Because I could either get this unproven 18 year old, <laughs> or this 20 year old That's proven he can score 12 points a game On the college mm-hmm. level A la Gigi Jackson uh, Well I mean But he went He's worth it Yeah but you Remember they told Well they didn't choose He Was supposed to stay in school Right And then they went and got uh, The Nance kid North Carolina did Yeah But he He was I think he was always I'm not for sure For certain But I believe he was always Going to leave early Mm-hmm. That was that's my belief is that he was always going to leave early, but like you said, I think it changed from North Carolina to South Carolina, but I don't know for sure. What, well, what made the change? Because you know, there's a lot of rumors. Well, well yeah, true that. And, <laughs> but but the, the rumor I was told was once the Nance kid committed, well, they went and got the Nance kid out the transfer portal, that mm-hmm. then locked up their last scholarship for for this this year. This year yeah, because yeah. he wanted to leave early. Yeah, is what is what I was told. Mm-hmm. So then he ended up going to Carolina, Carolina. but I think. You know, it's a lot of stuff went on. A lot on. of stuff, yeah, yeah, A yeah. lot of stuff we don't know about went on. Yeah, I believe, yeah. I believe from what I hear. <laughs> from what I hear, it's a lot of stuff went on. Hear. And it, it's crazy how important, like you said, academics is today because I remember back in my day, my parents, well, my mom and other parents was always harp on academics, academics. Mm-hmm. Sports come second. But, you know, we back then it was looked at as you got to get the sports scholarship first mm-hmm. to even get in the, in the school. So now it's like how – Well, I think, see, what's happened is the – it's still the same, mm. but there was a lack of full understanding of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And now that there's more understanding of how yeah. you get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say like scholar athlete, all right, so, or, or student athlete, mm-hmm. all right, people forget the student. Yeah. All right. So going back to the original question you asked me, well, my kids on my team, mm-hmm. they can't play unless they have a 70 in every class. Yep. Now I should. So like we got a game Tuesday. Monday, I'm going to check their grades. If they have anything less than a 70 in any of their classes, they're sitting that Tuesday game. That's, oh. a, that's a big game, by the way, too. I was I was checking on the way over here. Oh, yeah, it's a huge game. <laughs> Let me put it like this. It's it's a big game to hearts, to, to where I coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it, but to me, I'm like, it's another game. Like, what is the, hey, what man. is the, like, I, I don't get it. But it's it's a something about it's something about being in the South and the rival games because yeah. when I got hired at my former job, um, before this job, um, when I got the job, they said, "Listen, we don't care if you lose any other game; mm-hmm. you cannot lose that game." Yeah, 
I said, so I could win, I, I could win a state championship, but lose to them, and that's a problem. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, something wrong with y'all. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, five, seven, eight years ago, that rivalry was worth it because um, y'all were good, and I think that was pre- prior to you. Uh, Dollarton was good, so I think you know. Well, I mean, I think that was. I would say the for- last. I think the last time it was really like that was twelve, thirteen. When when they won when uh Hardly won went, state yeah that, that was the last time and then they fell off and then I got there so the first couple of years was kind of iffy mm-hmm. but you know it's kind of gotten back up there now but and the reason why I say big is because outside of you know those glory years they had some glory years in the mm-hmm. mid nineties yeah. but it's so intertwined I think family wise because. Like my family, for instance, all my family is from Hartsville, mm-hmm. but my mom was the only one that came to Dawson. So I was the only one that played for Dawson, while all my cousins played for Hartsville. And you got a lot of people that grew up in Dawson, but they dad when they got a job at uh, what's the plant over there, Sunoco. Uh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now his family over there. So I think that county rivalry, the family rivalry, is what what make it big. And that's what and that's what I had to learn. Yeah, it's was, a southern thing. Was that so? <laughs> so for me, I'm trying to get the kids. Okay, relax. Mm-hmm. And, and just play, yeah. Relax and just play, and they're like, they, they, their parents done put pressure on them. Yeah, uh, their family got in the family bets <laughs> yep. going on, yep. and you know, so it it so that kind of gets them. Man, me and my cousin used to have to meet at my. So normally, when the at the height of the rivalry, it would never be on a Tuesday. <laughs> it always be on a. No, well, it, it got to the point where it had to be on Saturdays. Well, we got it on Saturday this year too. Yeah, it, like that. How bad it was, and me and my cousin, who was a point guard for Hart for Hartsville, and I was a point guard for Dawson. We had to meet at our grandma's house like the weekend before, mm. and like our uncle, we used to have to like sit us down, and be like, "Hi, right, no fighting this year." Like, because we about to fight every on the court. Like, he fired me, I fired him. We yeah. nose to nose. You mm. know what I'm saying? Wait, till I see your grandma's house. You know what I mean? Like, so it's different when it's just a home game and it's just your mama or your your sister, somebody in the crowd. But that that game, yeah. Now you got your cousins, your girlfriend, because most time your girlfriend go to the other school anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember one year they had the faces. I had a uh, Trey Hannibal who's at LSU and AJ Cuffey. Yeah, who's shout at, out uh, Trey, man. Yeah, uh, who's at uh, AJ Cuffey's at Mendocino uh, College in in um, California, and they had the little face. They had mm-hmm. the Darlington fans had the little faces of them, and then I said, "Where did they get like, <laughs> like what are they doing?" Like, and I just I don't I I find myself baffled at it every time, mm-hmm. but you can feel it in there, especially when we play at Darlington. At right. Darlington, yeah, it's so compact, it's so like people are right there. It's, it's crazy you say that because before you got there, Hartsville previous gym. Mm-hmm. Was so compact Oh no It's it still it, it is It's the hot box Yeah like that thing, <laughs> It's smaller than The Donaldson gym but, but but the one before You got there Yeah Man yeah. It, it was like You taking the ball On the sideline It's like somebody Poking oh, you in the oh, back The bleachers right there yeah. The bench was The bottom row of the bleachers <laughs> yes. And I told you You got somebody say, I'm, I'm gonna see you Come outside of the game I'm waiting at the bus And and man, man and it, certain games, you know, you go to murder beat. Somebody say that you like, man, whatever. But, you, know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe Dylan, you might take it serious, but Hearts with Dogs. And somebody so y'all, I'm waiting on you outside. You, man. you really be thinking like, hey, y'all don't know. Let me walk here by myself now. Man, listen, <laughs> I gotta hold the boys back, and we gotta wait. Yeah, we gotta wait till everybody clear out. Yeah, then we gotta don't let us win. If we win again, it's really and we at Donaldson. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, it's almost better just to, to lose the away game and just win the home. <laughs> Cause, cause now you got a whole some different situation. You got a whole after the game, yeah. <laughs> especially there's been some trash talk or whatever. But uh, and, and and they got social media now. And, see, and, see, when I played, it wasn't no social media. So see, what, what they, got said was only said during the game. Exactly. So now they snapping each other. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the big thing. They snapping each other. Yeah. Look at this snap he sent me, and I'm like, 
Can we just can play, we just can play? Just play ball? Yeah, can we just play. I just want everybody to play this game without getting hurt. We're not in the same region. Mm-hmm. It, it. I love to win games. Yeah, but let's just get out of here without. Got to hear alive. He's got to hear alive. Without um, somebody getting suspended. After I was done, a couple years later, my nephew came through. So I was going to well, both my nephews came through, and I was going to their games, and I used to see um, parents of kids that play with my nephew. Shouting, yelling, you know, they want a kid in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coach don't know what he's doing. When it comes to scholar athletes, how hard is it to sit down with a parent and be honest with them about their children's abilities? Well, it, it's not difficult if you start out that way. Okay. Um, I had to learn early on, I had to learn it's better to have um, a preventative conversation mm-hmm. than a reactive conversation. Yep. All right. So, now the way we do things in my program is at the beginning of the season, one on ones, one on ones with them and their parent, mm. and we go over the expectation, realization, and the role. Okay, what is your role and what's the plan? Mm. Like for freshmen, it's a plan, right? And sometimes the plans change. Like I had to have a conversation with a parent the other day um, because the plan changed slightly because mm. something unexpected happened. Yeah, and so he was like, "But coach, we've been talking this whole time, and then you did this, and now we don't." We don't understand because you didn't talk to me. Yeah. It was like, you're right. I did not communicate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, as long as you keep an open line of communication with the parent mm-hmm. and the kid, the expectation, they don't build up these lofty expectations right. and they know exactly where they fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know, hey, look, I'll tell them all the time, hey, you're a Division two kid. You're a Division one. Hey, you're going to need a year at junior college. Or you're done after your senior year. Yes. Or, <laughs> or, or what is the plan? Like, we, you know, because when they come in as freshmen, mm-hmm. My thing is always, if you don't want to go to college to do this, mm-hmm. this program might not be for you. And that way I was about to go with it because when I was in school, I didn't understand it then. But when I got older, one of the biggest statements I hated to hear from coaches and parents was, a lot of y'all ain't going to play no more after the night. A lot of y'all need to soak it in tonight because this is your last game. But damn it, what I'm going to do after the night then? Yeah, hey, so, so to hear you say, well, what's the plan after this? Yeah. That's big because... My mama might think I'm a Division One. That was my downfall. I thought I was gonna go play at Carolina. Yeah. I thought I was a Tar Heel. I was, I was Wingate talent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's that's the thing. And and I we try to tell the parents, okay, now now let's be real. Mm-hmm. When they get to their senior year, and I have to have these tough conversations because I I say everybody has an opportunity going in. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't believe this. I believe everybody has an opportunity to play somewhere. Yeah, coming in as a freshman. Everybody has the chance to go somewhere. What happens is some kids put in the work yep. in the classroom mm-hmm. and in the gym mm-hmm. and some don't. Right. So now when you get to me, when we get senior year and we come into this one-on-one meeting that we've been having every year mm-hmm. and I've been telling you, this is what you need to do. And you ain't been doing do, it. And you ain't been doing it. So now we're here and your grades have you in a position where you're not going to play. Yep. Or your skill level never grew. You plateaued. Yeah, or you plateaued because you got kids that plateau in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. They're the greatest thing since pants with pockets. Yeah, well, everybody, everybody been waiting on them. Yeah, yeah, and then they get there and it, their work does not match yep. what's needed because they was always overly more talented younger. Yeah. Yes, so they didn't put that work in older. Yes, and now this guy that it, nobody wanted to pick on the Rick team. Yeah, now he's by far way better, better than, than you. Than, yeah, yeah, because they go, oh my god, what what happened? Well, this kid, um, uh, a kid we got now, a kid that. We we had when I got there in the sixth grade. He was mm. in the sixth grade. Mm. I would. I saw he was gonna be okay. Yeah. I didn't see what he is now. Yeah. And so his dad takes him to the gym every morning four thirty. Mm. Work. Every morning four thirty. Then if we had six a.m. practice, 
He goes to the gym 4.30 on his own, comes to 6 o'clock practice, goes to school, comes to practice after school workouts, 3.30 to 6, then goes back to the Y and plays pickup, mm. then goes home on his basketball hoop in the backyard and puts up shots. Work. That's his, that's his regiment every day. He wanted. it. His daddy wanted it too. And his dad, mom, parents that's listening, mm-hmm. you got to be one of the people that's putting you – you want your kid to go to North Carolina? Well, why you didn't wake him up? Yeah, and and get you know you you know he lazy. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> you, that. You done told him to go the trash ten times and he didn't take out the trash. You know, so I think parents want for kids, and that's not bad. That's not a bad thing mm-hmm. to want for your kids. Like I want my son Amir wants to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I want him to do it too. Yeah, but I told him I said, listen, when we come in the gym, you sitting on the side. No, it was that. Oh. <laughs> now, now he come in and he goes, we've got to a point where now his regimen is, I come in, I got to work on form shooting. Mm. Well, daddy, I want to do these dribbles. No, just work on form shooting. Yep. Well, why is this important at a, at nine years old? Because if you, shooting is a skill yep. that a lot of people don't have because they don't get taught at a young age. Yeah, everybody want to dribble. Everybody want uh, Look on these workouts, all these dribble drills. We're going to 15 times between my legs, through the cones. Uh, and, the and, 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 and the hardened side step. And then the hardened side step, three steps to the side, and then the ball go off right, off, yeah. the, off the rim. You know, um, I had a, 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 a guy I know, we played, and I have a player, and he can only go left. Mm-hmm. He can go right for a few steps, but yeah. he can only go left. Yeah. But he can score the basket. Mm. So he said, uh, and you know, all he, he man, he good. All he needs is a right hand. I said, why? They stop him? <laughs> Did they stop him from scoring? Nope, they didn't stop him. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, his right is, is effective. So, I just think parents need to push mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're trying to get out of your kid, whether it's going to play football, going to run track. Yeah. If it's gymnastics, you got to invest in your child. And some of it is your yeah. own time. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I'm tired of throwing flat to you to practice. Well, that's what you got to do. You want to get a scholarship. Got, if, if, and it <laughs> starts from little all the way all up. Uh, it's crazy you say that. I was watching Kansas play. Uh, this week mm-hmm. And uh, they got a freshman A Grady Dick mm-hmm. Pause <laughs> He was shooting The lights out the ball Man And they interviewed his Well they said They interviewed his mom Like during that week And she said She started him The key to his shooting And what she think Will help most kids Is that You buy them the, You know the little Toy tight goal Yeah the ones that fit them, The words that fit Their them. height Yeah They should not be shooting On and, them high goals And you start them At a decent Distance away from the, from the goal So that they can shoot With a Perfect form, form. Yep. And even Anytime they try to back up, go further, you put them back right there so mm. they can repetitiously shoot that same form. And as they get older and grow, you increase the height of the goal, mm-hmm. but you keep that form. Mm-hmm. And as, I remember when I got my mom bought me the first height adjustable goal. Yeah. What the first thing I want to do? Lower it. Yeah. So, I could, so I could dug it. Mm-hmm. But you know, my uh, my step pops used to be like, that ain't going to help you when it comes to shooting. Because mm-hmm. now we, you shoot on a seven foot goal, and you go to the gym, you're going to brick. Yeah. Man, shut up. I want to dunk. Yeah. I ain't never dunked a 10 foot goal in my life, but I wanted to go to that backyard <laughs> and dunk every day. And my mama didn't care. She was just like, as long as you ain't out in the streets, sit back there. And I, I shoot yeah. a thousand shots. But yeah. like, I wasn't shooting no effective shots. I just run to the corner, shoot the ball, bounce to the other corner, shoot. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like putting in real, like, uh, like the, the developmental work. Yeah, because I, uh, I was sitting next to a coach at a college coach at a, uh, at a showcase, and this kid did a he dribbled out, turn around, fade away shot. Mm-hmm. And the coach said, just like this, he said, 
Now that kid know he ain't never practiced that move a day <laughs> in his life. He ain't never practiced that move ever. Right. Why don't we just because the game, no matter what it is you play, it's real simple. Mm-hmm. Football, if you're an offensive lineman, you need to work on blocking. Yeah. All the time. I need to work on my pass block. I need to work on my kick step. Yep, I, need yep, to, yep. I need to work on all these different things. If I'm a running back, I need to be on a, a ladder. A ladder. I, I need, need to uh, I need to make sure that I'm walking around with this football. My hands on fumble. Yeah, I need to I need to be doing all of these different things. Um, I need to get these cones so I can hit these agility drills. If I'm a quarterback, I need to have a tire up in the backyard. I need mm-hmm. to be hitting that tire right on the money in the different angles. And you know, if if I'm a track, I need track star. So I need to be at the track every morning before form, school. Form running. Form running. Breathing. Yeah, like all of that stuff. You know, getting some distance in, mm-hmm. and but all of those things don't translate into like parents don't a lot of times don't understand they just want the glory of you know why and i'm speaking from a 80s baby that played in the 90s going into the 2000s mm-hmm. our parents i think worked so many like jobs and hours that they looked at the coach the same way they looked at it as your school teacher i'm sending you there to learn i'm sending yeah. you there to practice so your coach that's his job and and to a certain degree they are right but it, guess it's what? my job Them co- The coaches back then That I had That was coaching since The 70s You know yeah. what they thought As soon as practice was over I'm ready to go home too Yeah So And I had a, a, a coach of mine Well not coach of mine A friend that I played with That he's now a coach And we had a conversation One day about Our coaches didn't develop us mm-hmm. Now if you came across And you was a talent A Brian Scott talent Or a Lando Hudson yeah. Like you just out of this world Just better than everybody else Yeah they went to school Yeah But I can't remember No day that we have coaches like I right, on Saturdays I want y'all to show up and we're gonna do cone you know cone drills or whatever whatever yeah. it was just I right, enjoy, enjoy y'all weekend be back Monday for practice you mm-hmm. know what I mean and I think that those one of the things that I think my generation lacked um, in coaching because they were so old school where either you got it you don't beat the man in front of you and the the new coaches now are much younger and they understand development they they actually want to put time in with kids. Outside of practicing And some kids Really want to do That extra work But then you got Some kids That kind of like Man yeah I'm about to go Smoke this blunt Yeah <laughs> and, and you have those Until it comes Their senior year And they're looking Crazy, looking in, the crazy in the face Because they don't Have no offers mm-hmm. And then Mama mama sitting down With me Talking about Some wanging off Well he A He missed practice All the dog all the time <laughs> yeah. Cause you He, he claimed He don't ever Have a ride. ride Oh and that's The worst thing When To take a kid home <laughs> From practice And all these cars In the yard Yeah And they ain't Had no dog on Yeah Anyway, that's a show. That's for a whole nother show. Um, but uh, when you when you when you when you look at it on on a wider scale, these I don't think I think the kids only do what kids only do what they're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. So if my son if my son tells me, "Hey, Dad, I want to be," a, he wants to be either a professional basketball player or a professional soccer player. Mm-hmm. So he wants to do. He's told me that already. Yeah. Well, we gotta we gotta work. Towards those two things uh-huh. And that means that Well We'll invest some time In working out um, When we in the off season He works out with my basketball team With the high school team uh-huh. um, They on the Vertimax He on the Vertimax They doing cone slide drills He doing cone slide drills You know And then My youngest son He just an athlete So he just run all over the place But you know He When he sees his older brother Doing things He wants to come to it yeah. You know So For me Is it a little bit is it a little bit inconvenient? It mm-hmm. is because I got to pay attention to these kids and my kids. Mm-hmm. And then when those kids go home, then I got to do something with my kids because right. I can't take care of other people's kids. Don't take care of mine. And don't take care of mine. Right. So is it inconvenient for a coach to do it? Maybe so. Mm-hmm. But if you're dedicated to your kid, to your own personal children, that's what you do. So no matter how many jobs you got, 
there's you you have time. There's time yeah. for you to spend. Hey son, let's hey let's go outside and let's just dribble. Yeah, you can't dribble with your left hand. Let's just dribble with your left hand. I told my mom, I said, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the pros. I'm gonna buy you a house in Orlando. <laughs> she said, well, Okay, baby, that guy will. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes your parents know without knowing. Like they don't. They know without telling you. Sometimes <laughs> I, I don't know if it was that or she just really thought. Well, you know, if, if it's supposed to be, it'll be. But like you said. You got to invest. And I, I didn't expect her to go outside and shoot with me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it wasn't even a lot of camps back then. Like we, I think Coach I had a camp, like, locally. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You yeah, know, yeah. In order to go to them other camps, you had to be invited. Mm-hmm. The only camp I ever got invited to was uh, Marcus. You remember Marcus Curry? Yes. Uh, he used to have a camp in um, North Augusta. Okay. Um, I got invited to that camp twice a year. Um, it was a bunch of Georgia kids, of course, mm-hmm. Augusta, some Columbia kids. Um, I think only one other person was from the PD area. And that's when I realized people in different areas really do play basketball different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and there's more, and there's more of it. Like Columbia, there's so many gyms mm-hmm. kids can go to. Like a kid in Irmo, if the gym in Irmo closed, they can go to there's Northeast. Like yeah, thirty other gyms here, and they can hoop in the PD. What gym opened in Donington? None. So somebody, I remember when I was coming up, we used to break into the Rick. Yeah. Um, if y'all hear uh, Cisco, uh, <laughs> Brantley, if y'all hearing this now, y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't know what the Rick did. But it was all for years. It was a um, so the Rick had those windows where like each section is a is small it, window. A, yeah, yeah. The bottom window always had the bottom window top square was always missing. <laughs> they, they they never replaced it. So we would get there. We would take the strongest person. We we'll lift up the longest person. And you know the Rick got that little green. Back then it was a green little canopy in the, when you're mm-hmm. walking in. Yeah, it, it's still green, I think. I, think it, I don't know if it's green or blue. It might be blue. It might so be blue. We, we lift them up. Mm-hmm. They stand on the canopy. Put your arm through the window. Mm-hmm. Push the window up. Go down the stairs. <laughs> come unlock the door. No alarm. No nothing. <laughs> and we would sit there and hoop either until we just got tired of hooping or the police would come and tell us, ask what y'all doing here. Mm-hmm. But that's the only place I had to the hoop because in 06, 07, the gang thing happened. They took down the outside, all the outside rims because there's like, there's a place for kids to convene and trouble happen. Yeah. But then, like I said, when I went to that camp, he was like, man, one kid told me he hoop every day, all day, all summer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We outside, I got playing somebody dirt, dirt yard. Your socks went from white to black. And, and you know, they don't, the parents don't want you in the yard at the 630. No. <laughs> and you can't, and, and, but how do you compete with that? You can't. You can't. So, uh, you know, the only thing that you can do is keep your grades up mm-hmm. and work whenever you can. Like, and sometimes it's individual work that you got to put in. So, I, you know, it's a, I don't know. I think um, parents just need to, and you got to invest in the children, whatever mm-hmm. it is that they want to do. That includes tutors. That includes because again, includes they, they, they forget that. Like you said, they forget the student or the uh, the uh, scholar side. They're a student do first. Yeah, student first. And then and then what? And and I'm you know I'm step on some coaches' toes here, but fuck them. Uh, some coaches don't really care about your kid. They just they care don't. about winning games. Yep, they don't care what you do after you leave here. Long, as long, long as as long as your child is eligible <laughs> to play for me, to and, play. And, and sometimes they're gonna make it where that child is eligible <laughs> illegally. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> as long as that kid eligible to play on Friday night, they don't care. Man, I, I remember hearing stories when I was coming through middle school and high school, and uh, like my sister's uh, ex husband. He would tell me about this guy from Dillon that he was just so good that like, he'd be in jail Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but they'll get him out on Thursday or either Friday morning just so he could play Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was just saying that'd be funny until another person tell me the same story. 
And then somebody else tell me the same story. Or they'd be like, oh, yeah, he he was dumb. He's dumb as a box of rocks. He didn't have no grades, but coach made sure he played. Yeah. Because you'd be like, well, why he ain't go to school to play? Or they'd be like, oh, he was the baddest man around here. Well, why he ain't go to college? Man, he didn't have no grades. I think he had like a .2 GPA. Yeah. They, they, there was a kid, I know, that they would fluctuate him. Like, he would be in regular A classes mm-hmm. almost all year. If they saw he was about to fail, they would move him into self-contained certificate track mm. classes so that he'd be eligible the next year and then they would put him back out so by his senior year yeah he was still a freshman <laughs> but he had played all four, all four years. years and now he's probably a d1 prospect maybe but he can't even go no couldn't do nothing he's i don't know where he at working somewhere else. and then, and then you, you also hear stories about coaches that hide letters um oh <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing. But you ain't gotta say nothing yeah, specific, yeah. but but what but I, I just always wondered that can't be true until it happened to me once. It only happened to me once. Now you got some guys that are lying say, I had thirty five letters, I found them. No, I only have me once, like one letter. But what's the point? Like wh- why would a coach I, do I that? I don't know. I don't know if they I don't know if they do them on purpose, but I, I well now now the correspondence is in letters. Yeah. If you get in a letter, it don't make no sense to read it. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it don't. It's it's just the hey, how you doing? Hey, it's they, they done sent out forty million of these, and they you 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 were on the roster, so you got one. You know, I got a letter from man. They said, open it up right yeah. now. <laughs> they probably say, hey kid, <laughs> yeah, uh, hey young athlete, yeah. Hey, young <laughs> uh, but when the coach actually calls you. Mm-hmm. When you're getting phone calls, that's when you know it's real. Okay. Um, but just to that point, I got a stack of them. Like it's a million of them, and I know most of them mean nothing. Nothing. So in in our day of playing, mm-hmm. I think more so it was a thing. But I can't speak to why they were hiding them then. Yeah. Because I played uh, mid to late nineties mm-hmm. is when I played. So I don't know what would be a thing then. But I I think I only got maybe one letter maybe, and it was football. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean it was like. Hey, you know, uh, this is our school, and I can't remember what school it was because I wasn't interested in playing football, but in high school, in college. But um, when you <laughs> you get these millions of letters, mm-hmm. I can't give them. They can't give them it, all up. It, and then it don't make sense to do it because now, yeah. yeah, the coaches, like I said, the coaches that want you, there's a window when they can start talking to you. Mm-hmm. It's the end of your sophomore year mm-hmm. um, after April 1st. They can start to talk to you. They can start to actually call you. Until then, you could only call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they start reaching out, and then you start to kind of figure out by the end of your junior year yeah. who's serious about you, because then they'll either offer you or they'll be calling you. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, every day. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you know it's serious. If you ain't getting no, if you're playing a sport and nobody's <laughs> calling you, yeah, you might want to just take that as a hint. Take as a hint, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and. Or no, not even a text message. Cause they, <laughs> they, I mean, they texting or on your social media. Yeah, <clears throat> that's another thing. Parents, look at your kids' social media. Make sure they ain't talking crazy. Because on the like when kids go to these tournaments or these showcases and stuff like that, they tag them. Yeah, they ask them about, hey, what's your? No, they ask for their email. Yeah, and the reason they're asking for the kids' email is because how do you sign up for social media? Email address. Your email address. So when they search your email, it brings up all of your social media. Mm-hmm. Like I just had to tell a kid this morning And I can show you the text Hey man I need you to go in On your Instagram And change your profile picture please <laughs> He had a good weekend A college coach contacted me Hey coach uh, What's up with Dick? What's up with his Social media He might want to clean that up A little yep. bit It was him Picture him With his middle finger up 
Yep. Say, hey, man, you got to take that off. So they search that, and then not only do they do that, so people, please listen to me. They scroll through. And see what type of language you're using. They look at your language. They look at what you post. They look at the people you post. Mm-hmm. And then if you tag anybody, they go to that Their person's page. page. Is, do you hang with gangbangers, killers, racists? All of that. <laughs> all of that. All of that. So parents, you need to go in. You mm-hmm. need to clean up your child. You need to sit down with your child, and they need to clean up if they plan on doing it. Now, if they don't plan on doing it, yeah, forget it. Forget and, it. And if you want them younger parents, you need to run your child's social media. If you want the younger parents that understand social media how it works, yeah. then you need to run it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let him run it. Post after game, before game pictures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to be careful because we got one. I know this parent. <laughs> I know this parent. Right? Oh God. Get into it. Uh, I know this parent, right? It's not. It's not at my school. It's a different school. Uh, All together, completely different school. So don't think I'm talking. Please don't think I'm talking about my school because it's not. There's a parent who took stats at their child's um, scrimmages, posted them on Twitter from their child's page, mm. and then tagged like it's a girl. So <laughs> tagged like University of South Carolina, <laughs> Kentucky. Now this girl is not good. <laughs> She's not good. Hey, man, the only shot you missed <laughs> is the one you don't take. But he's tagging everybody to his daughter's page, and, and it's looking like it's coming from her. And really, to be completely honest, like, unless they offer you, they kind of don't so, want you to yeah. tag them to anything. Um, that's one. And two, they got a school here in South Carolina where they don't even want you to post that they offered you. Mm. They will pull the scholarship offer if you post that they offered you. Wow. That's crazy. Well, no, it's not. Okay. Because do you know? Because what happens is once a school offers you, uh-huh. guess what happens? You go into this. There's a um, there's a website that all of the coaches use. Whenever you offer or there's interest in uh-huh. the kid, it goes on this site. So once an offer goes out, and another school sees that, oh, they offered this kid, he must be all right. He something must be up. <laughs> let me contact the coach. Yeah. Or the kid And let me see What's up with him mm-hmm. So this school is like Listen We gonna offer you If you post it Now is yeah. it wrong I think it is Yeah definitely <clears throat> It's definitely wrong Cause getting an offer Should be a It's a it's an accomplishment For right. a kid Especially when Everybody's posting it But then also South Carolina Yeah But also Some <laughs> Some of these offers Are fake mm-hmm. So don't put no I don't put no stock in it To tell you the truth But um, They just Don't want you to do it But it's just it, be careful with how you're running the social media page because the social media can help your recruitment or it can drastically hurt it. I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that. And like I said, I wasn't recruiting nothing crazy like that. I'm not one of those barbershop guys. That, oh, yeah, no. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So, but I, if we had social media when I was in school, it definitely would have killed my recruitment. I know for a fact it would have killed my recruitment. <laughs> <laughs> the foolishness I was doing? Yeah, I'm, it, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it would have killed my recruitment. Um, I, I, got, I got two more things I want to talk to you about before mm. we get done. First okay. one being, how how do you react? How do you feel when you hear a student athlete say, uh, "My coach showed favoritism. That why that why I didn't get picked for the team, or that's why he has me riding the bench." Or when you hear parents say that coach be showing favoritism. Well, I don't like to hear it. Nobody likes to hear that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you like to believe. Because I've been in the stands like, man, your kids suck. That ain't no favorite. Your kids suck. You, you saw what he just did. <laughs> I would like to believe. That I am fair, right? yeah. But yes, I do show favoritism. Oh shit! I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I show favoritism to the ones that come to practice every day, work extremely hard, mm-hmm. and do what they're supposed to do when they're on the court. 
because the way you build my trust is mm-hmm. you could be a kid that can't shoot, mm-hmm. but you have a skill. Like you might play defense, Great defender. really good mm-hmm. rebounder. Yeah, yeah, we had a kid a couple years ago, um, uh, 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 Jay Jay Huff. Right, Jay Huff was a football kid, um, track track kid. Could play amazing defense. Was a great defender. And this particular season, I decided early in the season we we're gonna go with like offense. We needed offense. We needed offense. We needed mm-hmm. offense. <clears throat> and then in the middle of the season, my philosophy changed. And I was like, I got these guys that could shut people down. If they could shut them down, and then we can get out on some breaks. Yep. <clears throat> we can we can make some things happen. Mm-hmm. So Jay had a skill, which was he was tough as nails. Mm-hmm. He talked that jazz. Cause I love a kid that talk that shit. <laughs> Boy, what a kid that talk that shit? As long as you backing it up. Oh, as long as you backing it up, yeah. you can talk all that jazz you want to. And then, and then he did his job. Like he was never in the wrong place mm-hmm. on offense. He knew every set. He wasn't gonna shoot it. He yeah. was only gonna shoot it if he was open. Yeah. And but he was gonna do play everything his part else, offensively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what some parents sometimes edge their kids into is, well, you need to be the star. You need to be doing this. And so in their mind. Their child in practice has done all of these things. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that or a parent calls me, because I have a 24-hour rule, don't, after a game, you can't talk to me for 24 hours. Gotcha. Then you can, we can call, we can set up a meeting, we can meet. Mm-hmm. Now I meet with you, we can talk all this. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up because I record every practice. So I'm literally going to go, <laughs> click on it, and I'm going to point out your child coming in last in every sprint. <laughs> All right, your child sitting down, your child doing push-ups because he shot an air ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, look at him get beat off the basketball. Mm-hmm. Look at him lost on this and got backdoored. I'm going to point out the things that caused me to not have trust in him mm-hmm. because you build trust through practice. It's like a girlfriend. Yep. You build trust through, the trust is built through how you move, you know, how the, how the relationship progresses. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> If I can't trust him in practice, I'm gonna trust him in the game. I'm gonna trust him in the game, and it's good that you do that because again, I, I hate to try to harp on our age and be the the old guy. I embrace technology. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we had like coaches that did those small things. You know, back when we played the coach, whatever happened at practice, the coach saw that and was it etched in his mind, and that that was that. That was it. That was it. Yeah. So so when the parent called, he's like, man, your, your kids fucking suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he, he can't show you what he did wrong, yeah. but he man, your kids suck. Like Miss So and So, your son, it just he can't dribble. He yeah. can't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to be able to sit down and be like, look, you see all that? Yeah. Did you see this? Did you see that? Or I could even tell them, hey, tell him to pull up practice from today. Mm-hmm. We if if it's got to be a phone call, hey. Just tell him to pull up practice from today. Look at practice and then call me back. Matter of fact, he didn't come to practice today. Yeah, or or that. <laughs> like I got to bench one of my starters because he didn't come to practice today. Yeah, and of course I'm gonna get why he ain't starting. Well, he ain't come to practice on Sunday. That happened to me one time. Uh, I who was playing? I think it was playing uh, League Central that week. It was pouring down rain. It was like a Wednesday. No mm-hmm. game on Friday. I was like, man, I ain't going out in that shit. <laughs> so I went home. I'm in the bed. Coach Harrison come knocking on the door. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Hey, my mama. Hey, coach, what's up? Yeah, Antoine here. Yeah, he running in the bed. <laughs> he poked right his head around the room. Can't wait in that practice. Coach, I don't feel good. It was raining and cold. Okay, well, make, 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 make sure you still sick the first half of the game Friday. Yeah. I said, like, huh? Yep. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But he grew up with my dad. He knew my mama back then. So that was a camaraderie they had. Mm. Um, but times has just changed. And with times changing, the last thing I really want to ask you about gangs. Music, how much influence does that have on athletes today? It, I think, 
I don't want to say it has a negative or a positive influence. Um, I do think that it does influence um, athletic culture mm-hmm. and the way the kids and the way the kids kind of do things. I've been fortunate in <clears throat> because of somewhat of my past, I was around or in, I can't quite say yeah. um, things like that. Allegedly. Allegedly um, coming up. Yeah. And so I remember my last job I had, it, it was a huge gang was gang stuff was huge. Mm-hmm. It was a huge issue in that community. Like my point guard, mm-hmm. best kid I had on the team as a, as a sophomore was like a lieutenant in this gang. <laughs> like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he was high up. And so what I did was I called, I told, there was like three different gangs at the school. Mm. So I said, "Hey man, can you just talk to talk to whoever the head, whoever your leader is?" Mm. And I need him to come out of my house. And I had all of them at my house. I had about three, four of them at my house. I had some alcohol, and I just sat down and talked with them. I said, "Hey y'all, look." Oh, these guys that weren't even in school. These no, no, like, these, like, like the old head yeah, guys. The old yeah. head guys. Yeah. I was like, "Hey man," I said, "I'm gonna talk to y'all the way I wish somebody some, would talk to me." Yeah, somebody would have talked to me. I said, "Y'all have your life where you at." I said, "These kids." Need an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I said, and I understand they got the job to do for y'all. <laughs> I said, I understand that because at the end of the day, I understand that there is something, there is value that they give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, but I'm asking you, at least for as long as they're in high school, just let them be. Yeah. Now, if after high school, that's the, that's <clears> the path they want. That's take? the path they want to take. Let them take it. But please help me help them. Help them because I'm pretty certain you would have. Wish that you would have had an opportunity to go to college to do something. Ain't nothing worse than having that scholarship offer and then, what, six months, three months before you graduate, you get put over in the car and it's and it's and it's this that and the third. Yep. So I was able to get all of those guys. They they agreed. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> crazy thing, that community. I, I actually love that community. Shoot, them boys, uh, football games and all of that. They come over to the house. Mm-hmm. They start, hey, coach G, man, what you need? You know, <laughs> and it became. I became like, uh, uh they helped me. Yeah, do those things, but I do think without those guys really looking at it, them because I got that from when I was a kid, like when I was hooping in high school, mm-hmm. they had these dudes and and I think they caught me and my boy L smoking in the park, mm-hmm. and me and L was on the basketball team. Yo, man, what y'all doing down here? <laughs> Beat our ass! <laughs> Don't let me catch y'all down here with this nonsense. Don't y'all got a game coming up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like AAU, man. Like, what are you stressing? Nah, it's basketball. You want to do this? He's like, it ain't school. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, let me catch y'all down here again. And so it was that kind of thing that prompted me to say, man, let me let me ask. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that they can do? They ain't going to be mad at him. I mean, I ain't did nothing disrespectful to him. Nope. So it does affect, and the kids feel a pull mm-hmm. because you can see it sometimes in them. Um, Oh man, I I wanna I wanna do right, but I'm already connected to this thing mm-hmm. that's leading me to do something wrong. <clears throat> and I would like to say that I think that because I keep them so busy, mm. they only got time for that stuff. They, they ain't got time for it. Like we got six a.m. practice. Then you don't like some schools will let you leave the school and come back. Mm-hmm. Like you could leave after school and then practice be at six. No, yeah. uh-uh, we got 
we got study hall from four to five, from five to six. We got film mm -hmm. from, from six to seven thirty. We got practice right. at seven thirty, at seven forty-five to eight thirty. You got weightlifting. Mm. Now, if after all of that you want to go find some trouble, <laughs> where, where your mom and dad at? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, if after all of that you want to find some trouble, listen, I can, ain't no more I could do. So I've been. <clears throat> I think that a part of it does fall on the coach, mm. um, as well as the parents and the community to kind of help these kids because the kids don't know any better, and I think that that's why the gang culture, um, and then the music. I don't know how much music. I think it puts in their mind, it glorifies certain things in their mind. Money. Money. And so to get the money for some of them mm -hmm. is like, yo, I got to do this to get money. Yep. And not understanding that money can come. You're just looking for fast money. Yep. Because these guys are saying they have money. Because some of them don't. don't. Yeah. Some of these guys rap and they, they, they don't. And a lot of these kids want to be rappers nowadays too. Yeah, but like I even had a kid tell me he wanted to be a rapper. I said, okay, cool. <laughs> I said, well, why don't you go to college? What am going to college for? I could be a rapper. <laughs> I said, I, I, I understand that, but listen, I said, but hear me out. I said, you can go to college and get your degree in business, or you can go to full sale university and learn how to be an engineer. I said, and then, then you come back and you go to school for business because you learn how to run a business, and then you buy a building, mm. and then you open your own studio. And so, well, why? Well, but I could do that without going to college. I could just get this money, and then I could just do this, and then I could hire an engineer. I said, yeah, why hire somebody that you're going to pay $100 an hour when other rappers can pay you $100 mm -hmm. an hour to record, and then you record yourself for free? Mm -hmm. And now you're making the money off of everybody that's not going to make it because those are the people that's going to give you the money. Right. And then now you're recording for free in your own spot, as well as while you're in college, now you build your base put out mixtapes, you do mm -hmm. talent shows. Yep. All of that stuff builds your base of people who are going to listen. You know what, man? That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they do. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's you could be a rapper, sure, follow your dream, but have a plan. Oh, yeah. My yeah. thing is have a plan. And it's, it, I, there's a saying that goes, um, uh, don't, don't have a plan B because it distracts from plan, plan A. a. Yeah. Right? So if you, have, if you have this plan A, plan B just kind of works itself out. So if you go on this journey to become this rapper, guess what you do? You end up, and you're really serious about it because a lot of these people just ain't serious about it. They just don't want to go to school. Like, yeah. that's, that's just And school ain't for everybody. And school is not for everybody. I do not believe that at all. I do not believe school is for everybody. Mm. I'm with you on that. Like, I'm, I agree. I'm going to say I agree with that. But I do believe that you have to have some form some of, a plan. of a plan to get to where you want to be. I like to call it a transition. Yes. Because uh, when... when I'm a, I'm a little bit behind you, but when we were coming up, we were literally told, go to school, mm -hmm. get your diploma. Mm -hmm. If you go to college, get your degree, get a job. Mm -hmm. If you don't go to college, still get a job. Just get a job. But it all equaled working for somebody working else. Working for somebody else. And nobody nobody would have sat us down and, and gave us that same exact plan mm -hmm. that you just gave that young man. And see, because I was given that plan. I was given the plan of, yeah, go to college, you know, do good things, get a job. Mm -hmm. And basically it's the the it's the and i learned from somebody in college i can't remember my professor's name he says it's the cycle that keeps business going mm -hmm. he says you have owners and you have workers he's like if you're always going to be some people are here to be workers yeah and some people are here to be owners because it's just the way things work yep. he's like so even if you like i'm in education i'm still working for somebody i can't say i'm not going to work tomorrow you can't I 
I have to I have to report to somebody yeah. that I'm not coming in. Mm-hmm. So what I'm instilling in my kids, my personal kids now with working with, you know, Crux Media and my clothing line and different things, different ventures that I'm doing is I can you can do your own thing. Yep. And be your own at own. Your own, your own boss, your own yeah, whatever. And I mean like like this people that certain people I envy, like CL. Yeah. I envy CL gets up every day and decides whether he's going to work, <laughs> whether he's going to go to work, today, yeah. whether he's going to do something today. Yeah. Mm, I think I'm, it's raining outside. Yeah. Like if I call him when it's raining, yeah. come on, you it's raining. Now, you know, I ain't, I ain't going out in no rain. <laughs> this is a man who's never worked for anybody before. Yeah. And I just wish like, even with these athletes, just bringing it back full circle with these athletes, with these students, like parents would look at their own lives and say, is this what I want to set my own kid up for? Yeah. Yeah. Or do I do I want to do I know do I know that hey I want them to become something mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I'm nothing I'm just saying I want to be more than me better I than want me. my kid to be better than me or I want my kid to go to college but I know I can't sign my name on that dotted line for that financial aid yes exactly. so we need you we need you to do to this. get this scholarship exactly so like um my daughter is at George is at George Mason. We had an issue with scholarship stuff. It worked itself out, mm-hmm. right? Because Danny ain't got no money for yeah. for college. We, we ain't got it. Um, but so I learned with her the process with her mm-hmm. because nobody taught me. So going through it with her was kind of rocky. Yeah. But now, so my youngest sons, I'm finding out now that their scholarships for elementary school kids, college scholarships mm-hmm. for elementary school kids. So we applied for those. Yep. And grants. And grants and all that stuff. And then it stays with whatever school they're going to go to if they're awarded it. Yep. And we just thought athletic, be oh, a nerd. Yeah, that was that's it. it. That's it. But they have other avenues. Like my son, my nine-year-old has his own podcast. Mm. And that came from just watching me do it. Yeah. So he said, hey, dad, I want to have a podcast. What you want to talk about? Well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and do it. Let's mm-hmm. pay for it. Let's go ahead and, and get it done. And he's enjoying it. He likes to do it. And it might be something he might want to go into broadcasting. Yep. I started the podcast at Hartsville High School. There was a girl didn't want to do nothing but go to the military. Because mm-hmm. she just didn't find anything she felt passionate about. Right. Put her on the school podcast. Now she wants to go to school for broadcasting. Mm, nice. You know, so it's just a, a lot of the kids, if you sit them down and talk to them, Parents are afraid of conversation, I think, a lot of times. I agree. And all, all you can see is what you want for your kid because of what a lot of parents, they just want for their kid what they didn't achieve for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of these kids got to live up to these weird expectations from their parent because daddy got cut from the JV team. You're going you're gonna to be the best You're going to be the man. You're going to be the man. Now, we ain't going to practice, yeah, but you're going to be the man you're because gonna be the I, man. I was supposed to be, but they were hating on me, <laughs> yeah. so you won't be. Yeah. And, then, and then when it don't happen, well, they hating on you too, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach, coach showing favoritism. Yeah, yeah. coach showing favoritism. Let's transfer over here. And then let's, oh, that, that coach showing favoritism too. Let's transfer over here. Oh, I, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, listen, I ain't saying no names. Um, but I'm just saying, like, in, in the sense of, all of that, the parent, just sit down with your kid because, one, we don't get, parents don't give kids enough credit in what they actually want. Because mm-hmm. I know I know there's at least, I've coached maybe about three kids that had no interest in going to college for about none, not one. Yeah. But the parent wanted them to go. And so the kid never put forth the effort because they didn't really want to okay. be there. Yeah. 
didn't really want to be there. Yeah, I, I played with a guy like that. He uh, he was crazy in football, and he had like a lot of letters, mm-hmm. even some offers. And he was like, "Man, I don't want, I'm tired of playing ball. Like, I, I just want to get a job." Hey, and but all of us that didn't have no scholarship was like, "Nigga, what? What wrong with you?" Like, man, I just, I just want to no, work. I just, just want to work. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a to see kids go through that stuff mm-hmm. where the parents just 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 talk to the kids about it and and they have so many different ways and then you're talking about student athletes student first like stay on your kids grades like shoot my yes. daughter my daughter couldn't give me a b unless she told me or a c unless it was like daddy i studied i went to tutoring i did everything i, I possibly tried. could i gave it all i had and i still got this c okay we're good but if you ain't did, because that's the only thing I'm asked. Hey, this a B? Mm-hmm. Did you go to tutoring? Yep. Did you do? Is every assignment turned in? Did you? Did you know? Did you? Did you find outside tutoring from the teacher? Mm-hmm. Because you didn't tell me. Right. Like for my kids, ain't no reason for none of my kids to get in less than an A in English. Why? Because I teach English every mm-hmm. day. So so there's no reason if you having a tough time to not call me mm-hmm. or walk in my bedroom and be like, hey, daddy. I need help. Yep. You know, so parents, there's 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 technology, you mm. embrace it. Those grades will come to your phone. Mm-hmm. And when your kid is not getting what's expected of them, set the expectation and then help them help them out. And see, I think that's part of the transition of parent parenting from I'm gonna say the eighties and nineties. And nineties to now. Is yeah. that parents back then were ready to punish for you not accomplishment accomplishing or exceeding those expectations. Whereas now I think parents need to get in more of the mode of helping, correcting. Yeah. Like, how can we get there? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I work 20, like a, a father now, cause I work 12 hour shifts at Dixie cup every day. And my back hurt. I look 70, but I'm really 51. <laughs> I don't want you to have to do this. Now, if you want to work at Dixie and follow my steps, cool. But yeah. if not, what do you want to do? Yeah. It's having that conversation. It's just talking. Oh, about- well, dad, you know, I'm, I'm interested in computers. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know what they gotta sell. Like, what, what you want to do with computers first? Yeah, like you just want to sit there and type on social media. They don't tell me that. But even now, you could make money on social media. Yeah, like I remember when I was growing up, my mom used to always say, "Get off that video game." Y'all was on that video game. Now no, kids get rich on video, video games. games. But she didn't. Under, she wouldn't. She couldn't understand it. She thought it was a waste of time. But I bought it for you because I want you in the house and I want you in the streets. Mm. But now kids getting paid off of it, and that comes with having that conversation. We understand, especially our younger parent. We understand you want to enjoy yourself. You want to live you life. You want to live life. But again, you gonna get out what you invest. Exactly. You want your so child. You want your child to be something. You got to invest in. So something. don't don't complain about him being on the couch at twenty when you let him be on the couch. When you let him be on the couch at ten, and and, and you on the couch beside him you, at, 10, at ten, and you on the couch too. <laughs> yeah. Like let's not let's not circumvent what um, the effect of the parent and their role in this because the parent quick to say like you said earlier. Like you said earlier, yeah, I'm sending them to the coach and I'm sending them to the teacher. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we got this. So for the two hours that I have them, <laughs> cool. you, 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 work, you want me to work a miracle, miracle. In, the, in these two hours, <laughs> maybe three. You got them the other twenty one. Yeah. So what have you done? What did you exactly in those twenty one hours of the rest of the time? Say so you sleep for eight. You still got about 10, 15. You know what I mean? It's just I think that. You just gotta. Parents have to take have to take on responsibility for the kids, mm-hmm. so that because if you don't take on responsibility for the kids, you can't hold you can't hold your kid accountable, right? Because if the kid knows the expectation, now you hold them accountable. Yep. 
but are you holding yourself accountable for be for for putting the kid in a position or to you to for you to be able to even hold them accountable? And I don't think a lot of I think I think a lot of parents are cool with the fact of saying I got your I got a roof over your head, food on the table, and your, your cell phone bill paid. Oh, let me tell you what's funny. <laughs> My grandmother, her response to that would be, you know, <laughs> well, uh, you you don't get um, <laughs> you, what is it? Ah, uh, what is the word? What is it? You don't get. Oh my God! You don't get something for doing shit you're supposed to do. Like you, oh, that's you're, what you're supposed you're, to do. You're, you don't okay, get credit. You don't get credit, credit for doing yeah. shit you're supposed to do. Yeah, I, I remember you, I said I don't, I don't give a, a fish credit for swimming. Yeah, like if you, <laughs> if you if you if you brought a child into this world, yes, you should put a roof over their head. <laughs> yeah. You should make sure the lights are on. Yeah, hell, you got to eat too. Right. So you should put food on, on the table. Like these are these are things that you're supposed to do as a parent. Mm-hmm. So it's. Going above and beyond that because you you'll do it at work, that part you you go above and beyond work but, to get that promotion to get that raise yeah so we're not going above, above and beyond, beyond to invest in your kid mm-hmm. so that your kid the majority of the kids that make it man got them parents whether it's single moms like you know to go back and tell the story hey my mom used to struggle you know she used to struggle and and man she, but she still made sure I made it to the YMCA mm-hmm. she still made sure you know when when I wanted to work out she come cut the car lights on when they turn the lights off in the gym you know like on the field and we could still do this and do that like if that's the case yep. and 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 there's these stories out there and you can listen to every one of these kids. It's always it always was the parent behind behind it. Because even if you don't got the time to do the extra stuff, like you were saying, you may have the finances to, ha- to, to get their, their personal trainer or their personal. And, and, and you could take a rock right now and throw it from here on Broad River <laughs> and hit a trainer. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, there's trainers in track. <laughs> there's a million basketball trainers. Million. Um, um, if you want to weight lift, they they out there. Mm-hmm. So you know you got to invest. To, to and don't tell me I be seeing y'all pants On social media Y'all popping bottles Y'all getting red bottles For Christmas mm-hmm. y'all, y'all getting that Fendi from uh, That Fendi uh-huh. from Rihanna uh-huh. Don't tell me You ain't got, got no money, money For a trainer Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm Well you got the money You flying to Vegas Every every three months You in Miami mm-hmm. you, you went and got your butt done <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I'm saying yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pops Men Y'all like they buying Them BMWs With them high interest rates Yeah You know what I'm saying $700, $700 yeah, car yeah. payment Y'all buying them Amira jeans And all that So don't <laughs> tell me You don't got what these what these kids charge with fifty dollars for 50, an hour? Fifty dollars an hour, sometimes seventy five. Some, I think it's sometimes the, the the average is about fifty dollars an hour. All I would but say is re- research them. Yeah, research the person that's, that you're that, paying. That trainer. Yeah. yeah. Make, <clears throat> now don't don't go get the guy that that was on JV in eleventh grade. Yeah, <laughs> when no, he was in high school. No, <laughs> you you get you get the people that's knowledgeable yeah. about what they're doing, and then like and then also there's people out there that do it for free. Yeah, they love they just they love they, kids. They just love kids, and those would be the ones that I would say kind of start with with mm-hmm. your kids at a young age. Yep. Start with the ones that do it for free. Yeah, shout and out my boy Eric Sally, man, out of Orangeburg, man. He's one of the guys I know personally that put in that work. A lot of the AU guys around in this area, for like North OW, mm-hmm. um, he got his own traveling AU team. Shout out to him, and he's young. Yeah, he's young. I ain't gonna say he's free because I don't know. Yeah, but just me seeing a guy on social media putting in work. Shout out Brad. Shout out you. Yeah. Um, I think my nephew Frankie said he want to get in, in the training here eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's access to people. Just know who you hiring. Yeah, just and know. even have a, a talk with them, with the trainer, and and find out what your kid can can't do and what they need to work what on. What they need to work on. That's the biggest. That's thing. the big thing. Or or what I would say, talk to the coach at the high school. Mm-hmm. That's a start. Or middle school or whatever they at, or whatever level they playing on. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, what does my son need to work on? Yep. And then you go, okay, he needs to work on. Sh-. Now, when you go to this trainer, hey, say, hey, the coach said my son needs to work on his shooting. Yep. So can we 
Is there a way to work that into the workout that you're going to do? Yep. And there's no window for that. So, you know, how, you know, at school, you, during a certain time, you can't pick up a ball. Yeah. You can't do that. Training is whenever you want, you want it to, to be. Yeah, you can do it whenever. Yeah, whenever you want it to be. When, whenever you want it to be, you can do it. Um, I got to, uh, you know, um, like I said, my son, we, it's two basketball goals in the backyard. Mm. And whenever he read, he'd be like, Dad, can I go outside in the backyard? Yep, let's go. You know, because I don't force him at a young age. Yeah. I kind of let him come to me. Yeah, because he lose interest. Yeah, because they lose interest. But now that he on it, yeah. Hey, did you work out today? Did you go out in the yard today? Did you get up? Your, did you get up your hundred shots today? Mm -hmm. Well, not hundred. He, he does fifty. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I don't throw his arm out. Now. Yeah, yeah no, he does fifty. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> but he does do fifty. Yeah. Um, did you do your fifty form shots today? You know, and then he come back in because we got dirt in the backyard. So I'm ball handling and stuff. It would help, but you know, I just want him to work on his shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> invest in your kids and trust me. Is that what you want, off. man? If that's Parents, what you want. Yeah, that's what you want. If that's what they want as well. Yeah, because they got, that's why you got to have the conversation. conversation you got to find out if that's what they want. Because if yeah. they don't want it, you're going to end up spending your tires and wasting money. Mm -hmm. that, that kid was, dads, y'all put that boy on that football field and he tired of getting hit, but he wanted, you don't know he in his room every day Breaking down that computer and rebuilding it, yeah. and he got a talent. Yep. But no. you see him out there every Friday night. He get his head to wall, and he tired of being out there. But he know his daddy want him out there. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> my my youngest, he wants to play football. Mm. So we were by the practice, and I was asking direct people about it because I found out late. And so I said, "Well, Amir, you want to do it?" He looked. He looked at me and looked at that football. He's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> he said no <laughs> I said so Edison You still want to do it He was like yeah I still want to do it So I was like Okay well we'll sign you up For that yeah. Because um, Amir like I Get hit Yeah get hit what Is you crazy I see what they do on TV I'll watch it He told me that to, Daddy I'll watch football I don't want to play football uh -uh. So, it, it, it ain't for everybody No nah, it, it's not um, Football That MMA yeah. Boxing <laughs> You gotta be half part crazy to, oh. to want to sit and get your head beat in willingly. Yes. Willingly? <laughs> I can't tell you how many football concussions I done had. And we didn't even know it was a concussion. Nope. Whatever, just a good hit. Yeah. Okay, uh -huh. Colt. Are you trying to find your chance? Okay, Colt. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I got hit hard, I remember I came through the hole. i never forget, boy. Stan Gibbs lit me right on up. Put his damn helmet right on top of mine. And I saw his eyes, and then I saw the sky. When they, when they, when they woke me up, I saw the sky. I was like... Uh, what happened? Is yeah. it Gibbs hit you? I said, God damn. Oh, yeah. But but to them, that was normal. Yeah, that was normal. That was good. Good guy. Good yeah, guy. Yeah, let's, let's do it again. Yeah, let's do, do it again. Do it again. No, I need to go inside. Yeah. I like, coach, I can't breathe right yeah. now. Like, yeah, man, Somebody but, answer that damn phone. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what these little things I see blanking <laughs> it, It's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to you, man. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. It. Good luck on the season, man. Uh, much progression to to you know your career and what you're doing for the kids with the kids, um, only up from here, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. Love your show too. Hey, man. Big fan of your show. Y'all y'all set the, the bar high. <laughs> I'm still I'm still climbing. UCL y'all podcast B. Y'all said it high. Hey, man. I just come in with a lot of cussing and fussing and just hope they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, you've had some really, really good episodes, and I've, I've watched the growth of your show. So I hope you just continue that climb and um, much, much success to your show as it goes forward. I appreciate forward. it, man. I appreciate it, man. And uh, y'all know where to find me at, man, every Wednesday at the Candidate Able Podcast. Um, if you got any topics you want me to discuss, any uh, statements you want to make about today's episode, or even if you're looking for training for your kids or a good school, 
Hit me up Let me know At the Cane is Able Pod At gmail.com Again you can reach out To me on social media uh, Facebook is Hennessy Black Instagram Twitter Is underscore Hennessy Black With two C's uh, Yoshi let them know How they can reach you If they want to as well Oh yeah if you want to reach me Especially if you into 24 class. hours though yeah, So we yeah. recording the day 24, <laughs> 24 hours. hours Yeah um, You can reach me at I am Coach E Underscore on Twitter uh, Yoshi English on Facebook um, The Ninth Wonder on uh, Instagram And like I said Like you just said If training Basketball training Trainers anything You can hit me up And uh, ask me any question I'll be sure to help you Yes sir Each one teach one Until next time I'm out man Candace Able Love <laughs>